Okay, I phased out. Ooh, and you're suddenly suddenly louder. That's crazy. What? Yeah, you sound better. Do I sound okay? You sound good. Yes, you sound finally. crisp and clean. Uh, this is the Alex and Sterling Watch the podcast. We're just talking about quarantine stuff, and we wanted to record. Um, yeah. so the the issue is Alex's county where he opening, and mine is remaining closed. We're like. So what do we do? Like, how, what is it like if one person living in one place goes to the other? Yeah, it's it's just a weird concept. Like, I understand that counties are, are counties, right? They're divided up a certain way, like across the state, and then those counties are divided up into cities, and that's great. But it's, it, as far as, like, the reason for the quarantine and the lockdown is a sickness, right? So, like... Yeah as silly as it sounds like a sickness doesn't really have borders you know like it's yeah, not going it to give a shit gonna, about our invisible walls yeah it's not going to be like whoa 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 i can't go back into contra costa because they're they're <laughs> open now <laughs> like everything's good. fine over there i gotta stay over here in in other counties it's like if if not everyone is going to be open then maybe we should just hold off and not that i don't want to go back to doing normal things like getting a haircut yeah, yeah. But, just that separation is is weird to me i i think you're right like we should be united on it because like now i'm i'm thinking on both ends or on both sides of the fence like are some places being uh extra cautious like enough cautious or overly cautious is my county too afraid to open back up for whatever reason and they they can yeah and that's that's the hard part is are they too uh are they not afraid enough like are they too willing to do things and risk things or are or the other counties too afraid and and like everything's fine but they're just scared or whatever like it's it's so, obviously going to be somewhere in the middle but it's almost and i i know nothing about the way this works but it's almost guaranteed to just be down to who's making those decisions it's got to be some yeah. committee and the majority of people in one area are like, yeah, let's do it. And a similar conversation is happening in a different boardroom somewhere else. And they're like, yeah, let's not. <laughs> it, uh, it might be based off of population. Uh, Contra Costa County has 1.1 million people, roughly. And Alameda County has 1.6, roughly. Oh. So, like, we have more people over here. So, like, more um risk of contamination i guess i'm kind of surprised by that i thought alameda county was a little bit smaller um i thought it would be too because you guys cover a lot of space that was my exact thought like i think contra costa goes like all the way to brentwood right and uh, well on that note maybe maybe it's because you guys have more space like the land per person ratio is better like i live in a city and everybody lives on top of each other and, like, you could live in, like, houses where you are and be spread out, you know? Yeah, that's that's a really good point. It's, like, I wonder, this. I'm sure someone somewhere has broken it out, but, like, how many square feet per person does each county have? Like, I'm how sure. much space do I have personally as an individual in my county? <laughs> how much space are you allotted in your county? Like, Dude. Four square feet. I know they do, they definitely do that in like per state. So I wonder if they do it for uh, county. I have to check this out. Space per person in Contra Costa County. Like per state is going to be way skewed because like especially in California, if you think about it, everybody lives for the most part along the thin strip that is the coast right? most people yeah most people live along this this you know several mile band of coastline and then you get into like the center or the eastern portion of california and there's nothing there's nobody that's a really good point so it's like if you think about it per state it's like well every person has like a square mile and it's like mm, technically but 
a bunch of those square miles are mountainous or deserty that nobody lives in. Or corn, Nebraska. (laughs) Yeah, you're totally right. Like, that stuff almost doesn't even matter. Yeah, but county, that's different. County does matter. Wow, we're, we're really cutting into some deep shit, man. I know. We're about to solve the world's problems on this podcast right yeah, now. It's going to cancel us or something. <laughs> hey, they're about to crack the code. Dude, so I know we're we're getting way off here, and thank you, everybody, for joining the Alex and Sterling Washed Up podcast. But I have one more random tangent to go on. Please. Please. I watch a YouTube channel religiously called B is for Build, and I don't think you'd Tell be interested. This. Yeah, I, I love it because I like cars, and this dude literally started this channel like in his yard like just taking apart cars and putting them back together and doing stuff to cars and like he goes and his mission is like i'm gonna go buy a car that's super messed up for super cheap and then just bring it to my house and fix it and he's built a whole channel on this and like one of his latest projects was a lamborghini that he got for like epic cheap because it was burned like everything was charred out of it and so he ripped it down to the chassis and put it back together like a champ and uh it's super no badass way dude so his latest project was actually it had to be removed from youtube um what? why i i'm like afraid to say it but no one's gonna no one's gonna do anything here but um he wanted to take in a 2015 mustang yeah and convert it to a 67 mustang from interesting gone in 60 seconds and That's if you remember cool. that movie that car had a very specific name i don't want to say it because he had to take his whole that whole series off his channel there's no way we will get busted on a podcast no way okay well in the movie it's called the uh the eleanor and eleanor yeah eleanor it's like yeah. that specific car yeah and they reference it a lot in the movie, and apparently it's like copyrighted as its own character. So on his channel, he's like, I'm going to convert this into an Eleanor. I've always wanted an Eleanor. And he like starts going off, and he gets all the parts, and he's almost finished building it. And whoever the movie studio was, basically, I don't think they sued him, but they they took the car. Like, there was the, some kind the of movie studio stopped him. That is they such a only, joke. Dude, they not only stopped him from the build, they he had to take all the channel or the uh all those videos down and they now own the car. Like he doesn't he doesn't get to keep the car. That can't be allowed. That's a fucking joke. That's crazy. I signed a petition to have them give him his car back. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but I was like that's absolute 100% bullshit. How can you just I said that first, so that's mine. What the hell? Dude, yeah. Uh, a, he has a fuckload of build, uh I said almost said builders. Subscribers, 1.3 million. Jesus Christ. And oh, yeah. his top video is Mustang build is over. And he's like shrugging his shoulders. Yep. Dang. Yeah, I think the, the title of the channel was, or the title of that video, it was like a two minute explanation. And it, I think the title of the video was, my lawyer made me change the name of this video. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. That is crazy. What does he do with all these cars he, he fixes up? Um, he sells some of them. He keeps a lot of them. Um, he gave he one. Like a fat lot somewhere with like 50 cars? Yeah. So like I've been That's following sick. his channel for like a little while now. Um, and... Earlier on, he was doing a lot of the work at, like, a friend of his uh, shop. So, like, he'd go take a car to the shop, and he'd work on it and do all this stuff and just take up a little space in the shop. And at some point, that guy, like, had to go out of business, and he was going to sell the shop. And so he's like, well, I'm in a financial position to buy the shop. So I'm going to buy this shop. So now he bought it, he owns the shop, and now runs his channel out of it and um like has a bunch of space to work on these cars he gave one like he did a really quick fix build of like a subaru that was in a flood um brought it over fixed it up got it running like new and then did a fun challenge with him and his friends 
on, well, not him, but his fiance and three of the dudes that help him with the cars. Yeah. And it was one of those challenges where like whoever takes their hand off the car last gets to keep the car. <laughs> Who won? Um, I forget the guy's name because I only know one other guy. His name is Oscar. <laughs> but they were all sitting there and it was like they'd all been drinking and they were like eating one handed after a few hours. And partway through, the guy was explaining something and he lifted his hand to like make a gesture. <gasps> and he's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. How long how long did they stay on the last two to win it? I think it was like. 12 hours or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but it was like obviously time lapsed and stuff and they're like, "Hey, we're a few hours in. Um we're going to do a fun challenge now where uh each participant is going to order the other's food." <laughs> so like <laughs> he brings the, the DoorDash thing over to the guy and he's like, "You're going to order for him." And he orders him like whatever he wants. So he's like, one guy got him like super spicy ass food and he's just sitting there like crying <laughs> trying to <laughs> It's so funny. It's an awesome channel, dude. I love it. But I don't know how we got on that subject, but it was the the idea that they made him take it down. Oh, was the so infuriating to me, dude. I hate that, bro. I hate that. That is a joke. Um, well, shit. Maybe we should uh, work on getting our own stuff taken down. Um, I know. Let's start yelling out a bunch of copyrighted things <laughs> uh what are we what are we doing here again mm. you asked me that right as i took a sip <laughs> we, we are watching drinking and reviewing because this is the alex and sterling watched up podcast yeah um i'm alex i'm sterling and, and cheers and cheers Yeah, yours is way better. I uh, I make sure I have two bottles now to bust it out. Uh, this is this is uh this episode has been coming for a long time, long long time, man. Do you want to give a little history on the episode? Oh my god, uh, I literally don't know where to begin because this has been a topic of conversation in our friend group for fucking ever, years, years. Literally years, it has. So, our friends Dom, Sean, McCoy, am I missing anyone? Is it mainly them three? I think it's mainly them three. Okay. They have been wanting us to watch this show called The Expanse for so long. And I I really honestly can't tell you, like, what hasn't, like, what, what, needed to happen to make us watch it and why we weren't doing it i don't know like we just weren't getting to it i think it just wasn't appealing for me like speaking just for me it wasn't like i'm really into sci-fi shit but that seemed like low budget not super appealing sci-fi and i wasn't gonna waste my time when people in our own friend group for example are recommending a million bazillion things to me and i just would rather spend my time on those things before this Yes, I agree. Like, I don't, it didn't look low budget to me. I don't know how to explain it. It just, like, it doesn't look fun to me. That's another thing. Yeah, like, I had only seen a couple, uh, like, quick clips, um, like, advertisements and stuff, and nothing really grabbed me about it. And so I was just like, eh, I'll watch that, you know, later. And then, I'll be honest. I didn't realize how much show there was. I thought it was like one or two seasons, and I was like, oh, I'll get there eventually. And then I saw that there was like eight seasons or something, and I'm like, yeah, well, I can't start this journey now. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do? And we yeah. freaking made a bet and lost. Uh, Yeah, it was it was more of like an incentive to get McCoy to finally watch uh, Last Airbender, because... That isn't a show where I, you know, I say, give it a try. You might like it. It's a, when you watch it, I know you will like it. Uh, maybe that's how they feel about The Expanse. Like, maybe that's what that is, you know? I think so. That's like, it's how they all feel. They're like, just when you watch it, you're going to love it. And then we'll be in this bros bandwagon of Expanse <laughs> love together. 
Okay. All expansing our pants together. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the episode is Expanse in Our Pants. <laughs> That's it. I'm writing it down. Nothing's going to top that. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I wanted I wanted them to, or I wanted McCoy to watch it so bad because I knew he'd like it. And Last Airbender is one of the greatest, not just animated shows, but just shows of all time. Super highly regarded. And, I'm not gonna lie to you. I wasn't a huge fan of that show. I didn't watch all of it, but like the the episodes that I watched with you guys, I was like, meh. It's and okay. I I pushed McCoy harder to watch it because I felt like he was more inclined to like that kind of show. Um, I think you could uh, actually. I don't know. Like it might take a little bit more on an animated show for you to like. So like I won't push you too hard. Because it, like, it brings us to this point that you and I keep revisiting, which we actually talked about like way earlier today. How much of a show do you need to watch before you decide you can stop watching? Yeah, before you decide you don't like it and, and you're validated in that decision, right? You can't yes. give it like 15 minutes, right? Like you got to give it at least an episode, I think. I, Maybe I, a couple. I'm, this might be ridiculous, but I honestly believe one uh one maybe two episodes should be all that it takes that's it to hook you or not to be like i'm into this i'm into what's happening here yeah and i think i don't know how many we watched of last airbender but i was like you know i'm not i'm not in love with it it's not bad but i'm not like i think we watched a lot so like you're off the hook yeah i'm I'm Uh, glad (laughs) (laughs) this was like a well, I watched I watched uh, two and a half. I wasn't able to crush the the very last half of the third. Of the expanse. Yeah. How about okay. you? I watched uh, a whole three episodes. Nice. The first three. So the the deal was I'd watch season per season. So I was like, every season of Airbender you watch, I'll watch a season of Expanse. And I feel like that's a that's a fair a fair trade because. Episodes of Last Airbender are like 15 minutes, and like episodes of The Expanse are, you know, like typical an hour. 50. Yeah. Um, so I agreed. So I, I, no matter what, have to watch three seasons of Expanse. That's that's the law. Um, so I'll do it. And maybe, maybe spoilers. Maybe I'll like it by then. But as of right now, I'm just like, who the fuck are these people? I don't care. Where's all the cool shit? Um. It's a. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? Like, I'm, and I feel like maybe we should have had one of our friends on to talk about it. I'm I'm in the same boat, um, and I feel bad because I I told Fal what the deal was. Like, gotta watch this show, um, not only for the podcast, but because it was kind of like a a weird deal I was looped into where I have to watch it, and I was like kind of excited to start it because it's yeah highly regarded by our buddies. And I was like, okay, like now that I have dedicated time to give this thing, like maybe I'll I'll get in. And I kind of felt the same way where I was like, who are all these people? Uh, I kind of understand what's happening, but one of my main grievances with the show of the three episodes that I watched is that I think in in key like really famous shows like game of thrones breaking bad true detective you know name any show you want they hook you with a crazy first episode of like oh damn like what's happening here especially uh-huh. like the last scene of the first episode is like a cliffhanger so you're like what the f the most yeah and then they just kind of build on that and expand the story. And then later on, they are they start leaning on these situations for drama, right? So it's like, you know, okay, we found out who person or group A is. And then we're kind of living a day in the life of this person or group. And then we find out that there's uh, an oppositional person or group. And we kind of see a little bit of that. And we start to understand why there's tension there. And then something crazy happens. 
And then later on in the show, we'll start to see more and more of that tension build. And that's what draws you in and makes like the stakes are higher in your mind because they've kind of built you into that. Yes. And what I've what I've noticed in the first three episodes is that I feel like they're leaning really hard on drama that I'm not invested in yet. Like the beginning of the first episode is like, uh, you know, in the 23rd century, there's Earth. And Mars is a military state, and people live on an asteroid belt, and the balance is about to tip. There's, you know, everything is on the brink of war. That's that's the introduction we get. Yeah. And we see a space cop get a mission to find a rich girl who ran away. I'm like, okay, maybe this could get interesting. Maybe, you know, something's going on here. But it didn't really tug on that first thing. It's not a that that is not a very high stakes situation. Rich girls run away. Okay, that's right. fine. They should have had the coolest character start off with a cooler uh, objective. Yeah, or like have him get in a bar fight or something. I don't know. But like but he, I haven't seen him do any cool cop shit yet. There was like maybe one thing when he harassed that guy that was siphoning off the air. Remember? Yeah, I did like that where he like kicked him into the little dome. Yeah, little, uh, the little chamber and then like cut the air off. Yes. Um, but like, I guess I went on a little bit long, but I just feel like I'm not invested yet, like in the drama. And I think they need to continue to build on it before they lay on this really weird political problem. Yeah. Like people are talking behind the scenes and I'm like, who's this? Who's that woman? Like, who right. apparently runs everything. Like, I don't know who she is. And she's talking to this older guy. And, like, are they a thing? Who are they? Who is that guy? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And they're talking kind of in secret. Like, political shit happens. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not... I don't know what's happening here. I don't know why this is important. And it needs to get interesting fast. <laughs> I feel like uh, maybe one of those, like, Star Wars scrolling intros would have been helpful. Like, in the very beginning of the first episode. Well, they, they kind of did that. A little bit. Um, it wasn't like a scrolling intro, but it, it had a little bit of an explanation. Oh, that's right. That's right. It just, I think it was too broad of an explanation to then dive very, very acutely into a, a very tiny problem, or at least so it seems in the first three episodes. It might get really big and grandiose. I'm sure it will because there's like eight seasons, but <laughs> like... You talk, you, you introduce the show as the galaxy is on the brink of war, and then there is a singular rich girl missing. Okay? Right. <laughs> right. Got it. <laughs> I, I feel, this might be a dumb thing to be worried about, but, like, that seems to be, like, the next stage for humans, like, you know, like, two, three hundred years from now. Maybe even less than that. But I like I don't know if I find that era too interesting. Like I feel like if they were maybe another hundred fifty years in the future and we got some aliens or cooler technology and shit, you know, like where are the lasers? Where are the fucking lasers? Uh where are the lasers? You're right. I did think that was pretty funny where there was a, a moment when one of the guys was going to shoot somebody and he pulls out like a regular gun. Yeah. How are they still using regular guns? Like, isn't everything pressurized? (laughs) Yeah. If you put a hole in it, there's a real big problem here. (laughs) I wonder if they explain that at some point, like bullets that only penetrate humans or something. Ooh, that would be dope, actually. Um, Good point. Yeah, man, like... I, uh, like, the the most intriguing part to me is this, uh, this mysterious ship that blew up the, the big ship in the beginning. Like, what was that? I'm, my fingers are fucking crossed for aliens. I'm like, if it's, if it's aliens, I'll watch. Hardcore. But. But I think my gut is that it's, like, some kind of conspiracy to start a war. Like, I think at least, and and this is another thing, I I don't want to shit on the show too hard because there were things that I liked and I'll get into those, 
but I think there was at least a little bit of a lack of explanation. At least that was obvious to me. But what it sounded like is that all these these three parties are on the brink of collapse. And my yeah. guess is that someone blowing up that ship is them trying to start a war. So somebody who would profit from, uh, you know, these these people destroying each other. Um, because it made it look like it was Mars that was doing something. And then Mars was like, why the hell did you guys do this? And it's like, wait, 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 what? So, again, not super clear, but also not necessarily interesting enough to keep me hooked. Like, I don't, you know, you got to give me some meat. And I don't want to hate on the show because it does come highly recommended. And I, yes. like, a lot of other stuff has come highly recommended out of our group, and it's been amazing. This this is just not quite there yet. But I'll give it I'll give it all of season one, and we'll hey, see. Hey, that's, that's generous when you're not uh, in a deal sealed by blood. That's very generous. I've, like, invested time now. But I'll uh, say this. We did an episode recently on things in the middle of our list that we wanted to to give it give a try to and i talked about mayans yeah i want to watch mayans 10 times more than i want to watch the expanse and i only watched one episode (laughs) that is a good frame of reference (laughs) like i watched one episode and i'm like damn this is fascinating and what is happening here and i want to watch more i've watched three episodes of the expanse and i'm like do i want to watch like do i care I think we definitely need the bros, at least one of the three that like it, and have them on, have one of, or more of them on after we're done with season one, whenever the fuck that may be. Like, we may have totally different schedules. We I want to just fly through it so I can be done and my, my blood oath is fulfilled. You've stamped um, your marker? Or, I mean, I'm actually really hoping... That uh, I've stamped my marker. Uh, I'm really actually hoping that, like, because I'm forced to watch it, like, by the time I get on to the second season, I'm really fucking into it. You know? Yeah, that's like, that would be the, the hope is that, like, you, you start to fulfill your duty as the loser of the bet. Not the loser of the bet, but you made a deal. And you're like, yeah. okay, now this isn't a task. This is what I want to spend my time doing and that would be that would be optimal and then by the time i'm done fulfilling the deal season three i have 37 more seasons apparently yeah so many um Um, have you oh go ahead have you heard of the hundred the hundred yeah i've only seen uh it's on netflix right i think i've only seen like the rectangle the rectangle for it. it kind of kind of reminds me of it a little bit uh but it's fucking right off the bat dude way more interesting it's uh without getting into the whole show it's like humans have escaped from earth because earth cannot be lived on anymore they're up in the atmosphere for i think it's like almost uh, like just over 100 years or 200 years something like that to let earth mull over uh and they find out that Earth can be um, could possibly be hospitable again, and the way they decide to test this is by sending their prisoners down there to pe- everybody who's fucked up, and that could be like anybody. It could be like a little kid who got caught stealing. It could be an old man who fucking didn't do his chores on time. Um, so it like, but I but I think on purpose it's mostly like teenagers. Of course. Um, so they send them all down. So it's like super sci-fi people, like in like post-apocalyptic Earth. Uh, and it was I, I watched the first two seasons were amazing. What was that movie with Will Smith and his son? It oh, was damn something Earth, right? Oh God! You know, wow. It sounds yeah. like the same plot, but they're not prisoners. It was really cool, and, like, the monsters could smell fear, couldn't see. And it was, well, like, it, there were a bunch of, like, animals that we know of, like, like uh, baboons, but, like, they'd grown, like, really huge on, like, the super fertile 
Earth that humans weren't ruining anymore. Right. Oh my gosh, what was that? Oh, I'm gonna find it. Too bad Will Smith has done every movie in the world. I can't. It's so hard to find. Look up his son. It'll be faster. Ah, uh, you're so right. Uh, what's his name? Jaden. Jaden Smith. Yeah. I, hang on. I feel like I'm so close. Maybe not. That's okay. Real quick, too. What? I'm curious. Back up from the mic just a little bit, like maybe like six inches or so. Like this? Yeah. Talk. How's that? That's clean. I think it's fine. Getting close. I wonder if it's like it gets a little bit crackly when you're Hello? super close. Like this close? Yeah. That fucks it up. A little bit. It's not. It's just crackly. Like I think your amazing voice is overpowering the mic just a little bit. Because we, we altered the settings. But that's just me. Uh, bro, it's like they... Oh, here we go. After Earth. After Earth. Wow. Everyone forgot about that movie real hard. Because it wasn't good. There was some it, cool it parts to it, but it was not great. Uh, I agree. I was kind of hoping for a father-son team-up fight aliens movie, and it was Jade. It was like... Will Smith's the way to get Jaden out there to get publicity. It was like a movie about Jaden. Yes, that's exactly right. It was like my gift for your 18th birthday is to make you a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, Here's your own movie, kid. Exactly. It's it's yours to screw up if you will. Go nuts, <laughs> dude. That's exactly right. What a damn! What a flop. That movie could have been really good. <laughs> Damn, what a flop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it was an interesting concept, and I think the the visual effects were pretty pretty stellar. Um, that was one of the things I was going to talk about The Expanse for as well. Um, going into it, like you said, you thought it was going to be low budget, and I, I, I didn't have that same fear. I was a little bit nervous that the, the effects would age poorly yeah yeah uh, but visually it's actually really good i like, agree active show i was pleasantly do. surprised by that yeah like the cgi is well done at least for now i mean that's you know in a few years we'll look back and be like <laughs> really um <laughs> but for now like watching the first few episodes like there's a few scenes with like a drone that flies around and like some of the stuff in like the broad shots of like the inside of the space station or whatever um, yeah. like it's really attractive they do it really good and i like that this show has somewhat of like a like a more blue gray scale type feel to it i don't know how to explain it better than that uh, but like if you watch a rom-com like all the colors in a rom-com are like warm like people's skin looks different. Yes. Hair looks yeah. Different. There's like more just warmth to it. Like it came out in October or something. Like it just looks warm colors. Yeah. The show is like cool. Like there's blues and grays and like a lot of sleek, like looking space shit, which just is like what they're trying to do for the it's era. Like space filter. Yeah. But it looks really good. Everything looks really good. Um, Like their gear doesn't look silly to me um like even when they're spacewalking and stuff it's like oh yeah it looks sick stuff to me um so Dude, i was actually pumped about that have you heard of the yellow filter it's 100 percent real uh basically like nine out of ten movies that are american made that are based in places outside of america they will have a yellow filter like oh, if it's the least yeah. so like, they're just like, low as shit yeah, it's uh like whenever it's like um especially like military movies where yes. it's like Karachi, Pakistan. Exactly. Yellow. And just not the most great depiction of the place at all. It's, they just love to use that yellow filter. I don't I don't know why that is. Like and I looked up pictures of Pakistan a couple of years ago and was like, "Damn, it's way prettier than I thought." So it's like bad for my perception. But uh, I think I, it's I think it makes you feel like it's really hot there. 
that's like the immediate thing that comes to my mind is anytime I know exactly what you're talking about and every yeah. time I can picture it, it's either like in a military movie for the Middle East or like in some scene in Mexico where they're like yes. driving on the road or right near the border or something and it's like supposed to be really hot and everybody's sweating. It's like this yellow filter. And it also makes it to me, it makes it look like more third worldy or developing country if that's the pc term you know yeah. what i mean like, um i'm gonna look it up the yellow filter dude i like perfect recent example is the movie extraction with yes. uh thor yeah. i'm almost positive like they use that like oh my god it came up when i was looking it up <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you nailed it, Jesus. I am amazing. <laughs> Look at that yellow. Dude, it's really intense. And you're right, it does give it like a third world uh, <laughs> war-torn country feel. Someone was like, check the yellow filter on this movie. Oh, I can't see it. It's all it's white. Just, oh, it's <laughs> <just> white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Oh. Oh, so crazy, dude. When I was in film class in uh, in high school, we learned about the blue filter, like using a blue, like a clear plastic blue thing over the lens of the camera to film night shots. So instead of trying to film at night, because you like it, obviously it looks a little different. And with a lot of high quality equipment, you can shoot at night, but filming anything at night it's really dark obviously and like your yeah. eyes adjust way better than a camera will so like what you see at night looks like you're like oh i can see things i can define like you know stuff on the ground and car tires and you know whatever i could see inside of a car sometimes is that why it's impossible to take a picture of the moon you can take a picture of the moon well, I mean, it, like, if you go outside, you're looking at the moon, you're like, damn, that's sick, and you take a picture of it, it looks like ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, there's just something in the way our eyes, like, adjust. It's fantastic. But we had one of the students in the class film an example of, like, a shot at night, and I thought it was, like, a short werewolf film, and he was, like, running away from a monster in the middle of the night, but it was filmed in the afternoon with this blue lens over it. And I was like, wow. dude, that's amazing. It, <laughs> it looks just great. like night? Not just like night, but it was like it looked it looked dark outside. It was weird how it worked. And probably now it might look silly. But at the time, we were like, oh, dang. Like, it looks like he's running away at night. And now when he told us it was like filmed in the middle of the afternoon, like during school. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know that's how you did it. I knew it was like a possible thing, but I didn't know like what it was people used to do that. I think it depends on the movie and the shot. Um because I like with a lot like a big budget Hollywood things, like they'll just bring out extra lighting and make it look as close to what our eyes see at night as you can. But like if you're there on set, it's bright as hell. But the way the cameras pick it up, it's not bad, and it just kind of looks like streetlights or something. But yeah, um, it just depends on the context, I think. The I know. Uh, remember the scene in Signs where they're like him and Meryl are like yelling at the alien, all sorts of shit, trying to catch him. I'm gonna rip yeah. your fucking head off. Uh, that scene, that whole scene was in. The <laughs> that whole scene was in what the. Did he, what does Mel Gibson say? It was like, I'm mad. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm I'm raging with anger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm raging with anger. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, that movie is so gold. <laughs> How is it like lightweight hilarious? How is it so funny? I don't know. What it, the hell, dude? That in my book is one of the one of the perfect movies. It's fucking so I, good. I I don't have any problems with that movie at all, actually. I I took, like, honest-to-God, grave offense when my coworker, who is really, really into movies, told me he didn't watch Signs just because he heard from one person that he thought it wasn't good. 
I was like, wait a minute, what? You gotta fucking check this shit out, dude. It's amazing. It holds up like crazy. It holds up so well, dude. Wasn't it like 2002 or something? Basically the 90s. Yeah. And it, it to this day, is amazing. And we, we watched it recently for the show, and it was still holding up. Yeah. Oh, Fuck. my God. What a movie. That's how you should do film. Not That's the how you should expanse. Do <laughs> Make it more. Okay. Try this expanse. Be like science. <laughs> Aliens. That's the key. Aliens is the key. Walking <laughs> Phoenix, Cornfields, Mel Gibson. More humor. Basically, undo everything you've just done and remake signs. <laughs> but uh, I, I have a feeling I forgot I should have mentioned this, but uh, they, the expanse was like dropped off by Sci-Fi and then picked up by Amazon. So apparently, it gets like fucking way better. But like, do I have to watch four or five seasons before that happens? That's a great question. My assumption is that it probably was picked up after one of the first two seasons um because i now that you say that i remember it being on sci-fi i think um and i didn't watch it but um if amazon picked it up it was probably a sweet deal so it might not have been doing so hot and they're like "Ooh, we can make this hot so if they picked it up at like season three like seasons one and two were like okay we're done and they're like uh, we'll grab it for super cheap, and then they made season three through a hundred. It those seasons are probably awesome. Yeah, you're probably probably right. The the sheer I remember, uh, Katie and I were super into Lucifer, and it was a like a, I think it was even a fucking CW show, dude. And uh, we were still into it despite it being a CW show. And then uh, Netflix bought it, and holy shit. They turned it up so hard. So I hard. I watched it. You would see the devil, like, you know, once an episode, maybe every, maybe twice an episode. And, like, in one episode, he was the devil the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. So they just have the money to throw at those artists that are like, okay, you know, we charge a hell of a lot. So your 15 seconds of Satan face is going to cost you a shitload of money. And they're like, do it for an hour. <laughs> Go. Oh. <laughs> did you did you ever try to watch it? I don't think so. Um, I you know what I think I did? Because I remember I know the actor and I remember you re- uh, recommending it. So when I started working from home, I would have the TV on in the background. And I, I think I put it on for a while. But then I switched around to different stuff and i ended up before just completely abandoning tv on while i work i was putting on like uh spanish soap operas so that <laughs> i wouldn't get distracted because i don't know what they're saying i just wanted noise <laughs> so it's like because if i put a, a show or movie on in english i will get distracted i'll hear yeah. what's happening and if i'm not interested i'm just like whatever and then someone will say something interesting i'm like mm, what's, oh no what's going on back there hmm? <laughs> And I would just turn around a lot, and I'm like, okay, I need to watch something that I have no idea about. So I picked some ridiculous soap opera to throw on, and I was like, I literally don't care about any of this. And just listening to people talk in Spanish is great. I don't know if you have ever done that, but it's beautiful. Um, I love Spanish. So just hearing it, and I'm like, okay, I don't have to turn around. I don't know what's going on. And I'm even turning around is not going to help me understand what's happening. So I'm just going to keep working. (laughs) I would love to like be a fly in the room and like hear hear something dramatic happen in the show and you turn around to catch what's going on even though you don't know what's happening. <laughs> turn around to find that Consuelo was actually a twin of Jose this whole time. That's probably not far off from whatever was going on. Like, oh god. Those shows are famous for being over the top ridiculous. One of my one of my favorite things of all time is uh, watching shows from other countries. Like, I feel like everybody in the whole fucking world has uh, movies and TV from America, and, but we don't have very much of stuff from other countries. You know, 
I actually want to touch on that. I totally agree with you, and I want to put more of an effort to do that. But it was kind of an accident. I found some stuff, some foreign language stuff on Netflix, and I didn't know it was the case. But They're I was looking at bro. There's a really titles and the the titles and the like the advertising picture or whatever looked sick and i'm like oh what's that and it was like spanish in tagalog or whatever and i was like oh my gosh what is all this cool stuff on here from not the u.s like this is amazing so i actually am really interested in watching some of that stuff to see like how it is a and just you know see what these guys are doing over there like yeah they they have the technology so it's not like we're the only ones with movie equipment, you know, like there's, <laughs> there's cool shit coming out of other countries all the time, but we just don't watch it. And I'm very yeah. interested to do so. Like, and I feel like Americans already have the language barrier. We're so adverse to things that aren't in English. So like, I think that's one of the big barriers. Like people don't want to fucking read subtitles or try to learn some other language, but like English TV is pretty good. Really good, actually. Yeah, I and I feel like learning the language to watch a movie is like no one's gonna do that. Yeah, but I have no trouble reading subtitles if the movie is gonna be dope. Perfect example being the Raid. That oh, movie is yeah. the greatest, and so, you don't even need subtitles to enjoy that movie. But understanding what is happening in the story is pretty dope, and yeah, that movie is just one hundred percent gold. So, like, if other countries are coming out with really well-made, cool stuff, I don't care if it's in English or not. Like, I'll I'll watch it. I just haven't been exposed to it until the other night on accident. I was like, what is all this stuff? Dude, should that be our uh, our topic for next week? Find something from another country? Yeah. I'm uh, into that. We should, we should do that. Have we done... We haven't done that before, right? I don't think so have you have you watched dark i haven't watched season two or three or whatever they're on now just the one two or three that's a good show it was really good i remember having a follow-up on uh, one of our early episodes dude when you made me watch dark that was like episode four (laughs) this is episode 90 that is so long ago here's here's one Maybe watch the trailer. Here's a potential one that you might be interested in. Can you see it? Erased? Yeah. Dude, is that Hero? No. <laughs> no. Oh, it, uh, the, I guess the picture. You're right. It does look like him. He has the same hair, glasses, and his he- most notably his hands are on his head like Heroes <laughs> is all the time. Uh, I, uh, I watched this fucking forever ago, and it was like, it was all in subtitles, a Japanese show, and I was like, wait, what the hell? This is really good. And I crushed it. And then I, I told Keith to do it, and it was one of those scenarios where he crushed it in like a day and like hit me up. And then I found out it was based on an anime, uh, like a critically acclaimed anime. And what's cool about the show is that it's it's uh, one season and that's it. Like, it's done. That's excellent, and I'm glad they did that. I, lo- I love shit like that so much. Yeah, just, just like a long, cool movie. Yeah, you have a story to tell that's too long for a two-and-a-half-hour movie, but it's not designed to go on for six seasons. So you're like, we're going to make an extended, limited series, tell the story as it should be, and cut it. Like, that's it. Yeah, so if you if you don't find one on your own that you're interested in, I recommend that one. I'll, I'll, I'm going to write it down. There was a few, and I knew... I hate to say this, but she'll never listen. Fal would not be interested. <laughs> Dude, she's not interested in anything from, like, the 90s or before. So, like, uh, there's no me. way I can watch, like, The Wolfman, the original, or yeah. Abbott and Costello, or Rear Window, or any of these dope-ass movies that came out long before either of us were thought of. Yeah. Um, let alone a movie in another language. Like, she's just not... It's not gonna work. Katie is in the the same boat, man. Same boat, and it makes it hard for me to watch those kind of movies because we have one main TV, you know. So I have to watch it on my phone. 
Yeah. Um, but one day, one day we'll get them to watch shit. I want to make her watch so many things, and it it's gonna have it's gonna take years, many if, years. If but you could have Fal like sit down and watch one thing, anything of your choosing, what would it be? One thing. So that thing could be like a show or a movie or maybe a series. It's so difficult. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. I I might want to make her watch Signs. She refuses to watch it. That's um, a good one. That's a really good one. And I think if she gave it a chance, she'd be like, okay, that was good. But the the problem is is that once she's prejudiced against something, like it's gonna stick. So it's like Katie and Fowler are the same exact way in this. Like, I want to make her watch it, but I think if I if she agreed, it would be like begrudgingly, and then she'd finish <laughs> it and be like, it was whatever. And that's uh, not fun for us. Yeah, like I fun. want it to be like a pleasant surprise. I like part. I want to, especially with all this stuff going on right now in the world, I yeah. wanted her to watch V for Vendetta because I kept making references Ooh, to that movie. Yeah. So, so much of what's happening today I thought was like a silly rendition of the future in that movie. Yeah. And I'm like, it's slowly becoming more and more like this movie, and it's crazy. And I really want to watch it. And I think yeah. you should watch it. And she's like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but you don't even know what it's about. Like, it, she doesn't care. Like, it, she's not in. But yeah. if someone like Katie texted her or was like one of her friends from work was like, oh, this movie's great. She'd be like, hey, have you ever heard of this movie? I'm like, Dude, I know. Oh, my God. They're the same. Talk about for 800,000 years. That They're one, the goddamn same. It <laughs> it's crazy. They're the it's same. So funny. That drives me bonkers. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. one. So I think if I if I wanted to make her watch one thing. I'd honestly want it to be something like pre seventies. Like oh. I I want to make her watch something old because for whatever reason she's just so prejudiced against old movies. I'm like I want to make her watch Rear Window or some Hitchcock movie that's like great classic. Yeah, and just like just sit down and freaking enjoy it. Um, what about you? What do you, what would you make Katie watch if you had one thing? <sighs> There's there's a couple things that like I know I fucking know she would like if she just watched it with me. Um but the one I think I'm into the most that bugs me the most she doesn't watch or is not really interested in like 99% of scary things. Um so like I really really badly want her to at least watch the first season of Stranger Things. Oh shit! It's yeah, fucking good. I it's really so feel like she'd good. like it. It's so funny that she classifies that as scary. It's not though, is it? No, there are there are a couple parts that are scary. the The main one that always comes to mind when I think of season one is the Christmas lights on the wall. Like that's ooh shit that that is that, actually scary. That scene was was like. You're you're sitting on the edge of your seat like, <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. everything else is just kind of – it's not scary. It's, like, suspenseful and just fun. Like, it's not it's, scary. It's not pop-up stuff. It's, like, stuff that makes you uncomfortable, maybe. Yeah. It was one of the only uh, shows or whatever you want to call it. Like, it was – one of the only forms of a scary entertainment facet where like you see the monster and it's doesn't take away. It doesn't deplete from how scary it is. You see the monster the yeah. whole time pretty much. And it's always scary. Um, totally right. And that's a very, very rare thing. Yeah. I talked about that about the Wolfman where it's like there were <laughs> scenes in the Wolfman in the 2010 where it's glimpses of it like running past the camera like standard scary movie shit and you're like ooh creepy like ooh and you can tell it's a weird yeah. shape and it's not a yeah. wolf like it's definitely a monster and it's scary as soon as they show 
the monster full face, you're like, that's it? Like that's what that's what I get. <laughs> come on, dude. Like don't don't show me that again. <laughs> come up with something better and come back. Damn, that's such a shame. But such like, I think that's one of the rules of horror is like don't show the monster. That's what makes shit scary. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I thought everybody knew that. We got off topic so hard, and the guys are going to hate us when this comes out. Oh my god, I know. Like, we'll know if they listened by the, the hate text we get. It's, but, I mean, I think this is just a touch point episode because you have said you'll watch the first season, and I have to, sworn to, watch at least three. So I think we should touch on it down the road. But it would be uh, interesting to get um, comments from our friends in whatever app they use to uh, view or listen to the podcast. Yeah, like I definitely a touch point episode because unfortunately, um, even with quarantine and lockdown and all this crap going on, I did not have time to watch the whole first season between when we decided to do it and now um, without being a super jerk and just literally waking up early to watch episodes and then watching episodes after work and going to sleep and like not interacting with Fal at all. Like that's what would have to have happened to finish the season. So like under normal operating procedure it, it's going to take me a minute to finish the season so once that happens i might have a different take on it but for the first three episodes i'm unfortunately not super impressed um other than visually visually it's a it's an attractive show i can't take away from that it's a good it's a good looking show um but story-wise i'm just not there uh same man same well, I'm excited to revisit that with you, and I'm excited to talk to you about some sick shit next week. Yeah, dude, we're going to do foreign language films. I feel weird calling them that, but I guess that's what they are for us. What uh, are we... Films made in other countries. Films made in other countries. I like that. I like that a lot, dude. So you guys can reach us at 415-488-5031. 415 um, you can also email us at aswspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at aswspodcast. Um, we would love to hear from you. Um, I should post more than I do, but I don't even post that much on my own personal page. So, uh, tough titties. So, fuck off. Tough titties. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who's tougher. Me. With a titty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so if you guys was want to reach out. That was Rick and Morty. I'm finally going to go watch Rick and Morty because you said that. I'm going to go binge the fucking new season right now. I, I want to so badly. I I don't have access to it. And I don't really want to pay for it. Um, even yeah. though it's definitely worth that money, I kind of, I just don't want to pay for it. I know. Uh, but it's a great show. And... Maybe one day we'll do an episode on Rick and Morty. Christ. I would love to have a couple guests on for that one because everybody fucking loves that show. I got to say, Z-Pat wants to be on the Rick and Morty episode. He's told me that for almost a year. If you, if, you know what? I have no problem giving an episode to someone that that requests it. Keith mentioned he wanted to be a Star Wars episode. Bam. We're going to one fucking day do a Lord of the Rings episode for Sean. We uh, put it off so long now, it's it's intimidating. I want to like do a Lord expanse. of the Rings episode so much. I, I love the Lord of the Rings. But you know, damn, uh, if it's not the most intimidating thing in my life now that we've said we were going to do this for like a year, and we haven't. And we're like, Sean, we want you on. We want you on. And now it's going to happen, and we're going to be like, so Frodo, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like that episode we did with Star Wars, and you're like, so explain Star Wars. It's like, uh, <laughs> so you're in space. <laughs> they have laser swords. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next next week. Shit, I'm, I'm think down. about it. Like we got to take advantage of the the shelter in place while it's still around. It looks like it's ending soon. One like, can only hope, but no. yeah, now that we know how possible this is, we can just add someone else into the call, a.k.a. Sean. 
and uh, have him talk Lord of the Rings with us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but if Shelter in Place is lifted and we can finally all hang out, I would prefer to move our recording date to like a Friday night and have us all meet up in real life and discuss Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. Way better. But that's just that. That would be way, way better. Very into that. Yeah. All right, man. Um, Well, hey, stay safe out there, huh? Hey, you too, Chief. You're in a much more dangerous location than I am. Uh, Not really. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Feels okay, though. Feels okay. Yeah. Um, There are those who make it dangerous and those who don't, I guess. I'm I'm going to try to not be political on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely not. But <laughs> uh, stay safe, everybody. Stay clean. Wash your hands. And uh, we'll catch you on the next round. Don't do drugs. Stay clean. Don't fucking touch needles. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking touch needles. <laughs> All right. Peace out.